The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. Everybody, welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, Mr. Jason Koopsik. What's cracking, Playboy? <clears throat> I'm drinking more coffee porter, big rip. Are you? How's that going down? Can you hear the delicious? I can. I can. I can almost taste it myself. My God. Yeah. Oh, God. Drives me nuts. (laughs) Drives me nuts. But you're coming up in a couple weeks, so I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to flip you some cash, cash a Rooney, so you can bring How many bottles uh, are you collecting up there? I think I got like four or five. You could mail two back to me. It wouldn't cost that much. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Or you could just buy two more. I could just buy a couple more, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, which I'm fine with that, too. Yeah, absolutely. I enjoy it. Uh, so what's new in your world, brother? I am looking forward to Malvern. We are looking forward weeks, to having you. A week and you. a half? Yeah. You are? I'm Just looking special. forward to having you. Yes, Absolutely. You kidding? You're gonna have a couple newbies that have never actually been on an investigation of them, maybe something guided tour guide things. Whoa! A couple of my, at least one, I don't know of, but maybe a couple of my Kansas City bastard buds. Nice. Are gonna be coming with me. Nice. This uh, friend I used to go to high school with that I recently ran into in a bar. Uh, I was thinking about coming if they can. That'll be They've soon. never been on one before. And then I'm bringing a couple seasoned investigators with me as well. Always fun, pal. Always, always fun. Heck yes. Mike is watching us on Twitch. What up, Mike? Hey, Mike, it won't let me share the broadcast. Go through and share that shit for us. <laughs> Go share that shit. Go share it everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I killed video for a little bit. Again, would like to, uh, yeah, I noticed. Yeah, I had to. Um, I'd like to thank Pod Bros. Yes. Podbros.com for allowing us to join their network. I got to Go tell you, I'm super, uh, super excited to be a part of that network, actually. So, it should be good stuff. Good stuff. Go check them out, podbros.com. Did I lose you already? So, okay. No, no. You, I got. We decided that there yeah. were so many stories, paranormal news stories this week. That with it being a holiday and all, and we just kind of felt like it, and it's our show. That's right. We just decided to extend the paranormal news episode into two this week because there was so many good stories out there, dude. And I found some shit, man. I found something so cool that instantly sparked my curiosity. 
Yeah, I found one that's kind of gross. Ooh, I want to hear gross first. Let's hit the gross first. You want to hear gross? Yeah, first? I'd rather it's hit the gross. Paran- it's not paranormal. It is weird though. Definitely fits into our show. Perfect. I guess I don't think I would ever try it, but you'll see. <laughs> Resourceful man creates high-end single malt whiskey from the urine of elderly diabetics. Okay, so elderly diabetics. He takes their whiz, right? Yeah. So they go and they make sissy, and then he creates a single malt whiskey? Yes, and sells it. And then sells it. What, pray tell, oh. what is this called? What is it called? This this comes from Week and Weird. Okay. Uh, I'll just read the article real quick. The next time you hear someone say that the drink tastes like piss, you might want to have them check the label because Gilpin family whiskey actually is. The completely drinkable single malt alcohol is distilled from the urine of elderly diabetics. Yum. Uh, I literally just shook. In a world where where homebrew beer is all the rage and home distilleries are starting to take off, James Gilpin decided to take DIY alcohol to a whole new, much weirder level. Disgusting. You you could call him a PP pioneer. Alliteration aside, this is fucking sick. What? I said alliteration aside, this is fucking sick. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Propelled by an urban legend and his own type 1 diabetes, Gilpin began to wonder if diabetic or diabetic sugar-rich urine could be used to create a high-end whiskey. Gilpin, a designer who finds himself drawn to biomedical tech, recruited his grandmother and built a homemade distillery. Turns out it works, and the whiskey ain't bad either. Oh. Oh, they're (laughs) drinking it. Gilpin purifies the urine into water, so he, he purifies it. Okay. into water, removes the excess sugar molecules from granny's pee, then adds it to the mash to help speed up the fermentation process. Yeah. The end result is a clear white alcohol that Gilpin blends with another whiskey to give it the proper color and barrel-aged taste. The final steps involves bottling the pissy, pisky and label... Oh, they call it pisky. <laughs> pisky. <laughs> And labeling it with the name and age of the diabetic it derived from. Oh, my God, I love it. The result is Gilpin Family Whiskey, which, believe it or not, is suitable for export. So they could sell this overseas. By God, they can. Initially, (laughs) hoped he could start conversation with healthcare healthcare professionals by proposing the idea as an art project, but then he heard an urban legend that led him to actually produce the product. It says, I heard a story about a pharmaceutical factory based in a community of elderly people, and they would send representatives door-to-door exchanging cushions and soft toys for tubs of urine. Why would they give the... (laughs) Why do they Don't need soft, soft toys? Like, for the factory would then take the urine and process it to remove all the chemicals that they had originally been selling to consumers on the shelves of pharmacies. 
I took the model and I adapted it for my own purposes. Huh. It says, don't worry, you won't find Gilpin Family Whiskey on the shelf at your local bar anytime soon. It has only ever exhibited, or it was only ever exhibited a handful of times, complete with a tasting session in London, and served as more of an art piece than anything. For oh. now, the only way to try urine-derived whiskey is to attempt to make it yourself. So I guess you can't buy it on your own. I'm not even trying that. No? I'm not, No. It's sanitized. And- yeah, it is. It's sanitized. You know what it is? It's a mental block in my on my part. Some people might be able to push past the fact that you're drinking grandpa and grandma's piss, but not this guy. I could not get past that fact. <laughs> could you drink it? Would you drink it? No, I wouldn't. Fuck no, you wouldn't. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! It could Fun be stuff. this year's it gift for holiday or for Christmas. <sighs> Granny P. Granny P. Pisky. Granny's pisky. Oh my god! That'll warm you up in the winter time. <laughs> oh yeah. So uh, we got a possible Mothman sighting here, guys. Yeah, I've seen this. Did you see it? And it actually happened in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. That's why it's questionable to me. Yeah. So, okay. So, you're asking basically the same question I... Part of why it's questionable to me. Okay. So, it says a local news station that serves the uh, Charleston, Huntington area reported, quote, a man driving along State Highway 2 in Point Pleasant said that he snapped these pictures of a creature uh, jumping from tree to tree. Many locals in Point Pleasant believe it resembles a legendary Mothman, a red-eyed creature many believe is a bad omen. Uh, today's technology is making it difficult then to distinguish between fact or fiction. That's something that you, Jason, and myself, we struggle with every day. Um, but uh, with modern technology, it's almost impossible to know for sure if the pics are real. So, I don't know, man. I'm looking at these pictures. I I saw, I believe, three separate pictures of this being, uh, seemingly flying yeah, through the air. Seems to be out there. There's three of them. Yep, yep. That's what it looks like. Um, but very, uh, very odd. Very fucking odd. Now I will say this: the first time, the first time that I saw it. The first picture, I guess, that I saw was more of a front-type angle, more or less right after it took off from out of the tree. And it looks more to me like a very large bird or an owl, possibly. Like a large owl. Um, And maybe possibly then, because then you look uh, further down on these pictures or whatever, and it almost appears then humanoid, um, w- because it has legs, okay? It looks almost like bipedal then at that point. However, it's, it's, it looks more or less like a shadow. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't distinguish any features whatsoever. You're just looking at, like, an actual shadow um, or a very dark object. But it, it appears that it was taken probably around dusk, would you agree with that? 
I don't know if you're even. Yeah, looking. I mean, it's. I don't know, but it, to me, it looks like it, it maybe could it could be, be an sunrise. owl. It could be a large bird. Maybe what looks like, maybe what appears to be legs there at the bottom, could just be like, like a snake, man. A like big there's some head snake, yeah. like a snake that it has in its in its talons. I guess is that's what you want to call them. But I so yeah, I don't know if uh, I don't know if I buy the fact that it's Mothman. Uh, but yeah definitely a large bird like an owl or something of sorts like i said the first picture i saw i'm like oh wow it looks just like like an owl would look or how i would perceive an owl anyway i don't know very jacked up. yeah i don't know if it's um looks like an like the head of a moth yeah 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 <laughs> I mean, I didn't look that closely at it. But somebody can make drones to look like anything now, small like sure, that. Sure, sure. Well, they had drones flying around that looked like uh, witches on broomsticks, for Christ's sake, there for a bit, you know. A guy turned his cat into a drone. Come again? He had His cat died, <laughs> and he had oh. it stuffed, and he stretched it out onto a quadcopter and, and flew it around. Flew it around. Had the internal parts inside of the cat. Wow. <laughs> that guy has some time on his hands. Congratulations. I wow. I mean, he might have taken it to a taxidermist. And maybe he didn't do it himself. I don't know. Damn. That's weird. His damn cat? <laughs> yeah, his cat. It's insane. Absolutely insane. I uh, don't know. It's suspect to me that it's in Point Pleasant. Yeah. Absolutely. I do know that people are uh, kind of freaking out because they think, you know, he's obviously like the Mothman whenever he's sighted. There's usually bad shit that follows. So they're kind of on guard, apparently. So, But the entire town believes in the Mothman. So they are thinking this is 100% legit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's hard. It's so hard it's, to say because the, the theory of the Mothman is he pops up before tragedy, right? Correct. Big tragedy. Yeah, something terrible. So necessarily yes. the fact that it's in the same place doesn't mean that it's not real. You're right. But right. the hysteria is because of where it's at. Exactly. Well... The entire town, apparently. Now, I've never had the privilege of going to Point Pleasant. I would love to go one day. Don't get me wrong. But I've never been there. From what I understand... We're going next year. I would love that. And But from what I understand, it's, it's more or less kind of like a tourist trap, so to speak. You know, like every other store has something to do with the Mothman. In some way, shape, or form. Now, that's only what I've heard. That's only what I've heard. Again, I've never been there. But, like I said, would love to see this place for myself. But I don't know. Yeah, we're planning on going next year for the Mothman Festival. I am all about it. Yep, 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 yep. At least I am. I want to go, you fuck. Ectoplasm booth. I want to go. (laughs) (laughs) I think it'd be fun because then we could could even interview some people there. You're like, oh, Definitely. This I've been wanting to go story. for the last five years. I just 
haven't done it. It's a fall, beginning of fall every year. So. Right, right. It's a busy time of year too, so. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Fuck yeah. So, Wolfman attacks Whoa. in Indianapolis. Whoa. This comes from phantomsandmonsters.com. By the way, as a little plug, we're going to have Lonnie Strickler, the guy that runs this website, on the show in two weeks. That's right. Um, actually, yeah, in two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. Two weeks from the time release, his episode will be released. So, Yeah, so this is... Uh, uh, somebody uh, submitted this. One of his readers submitted this story about his run-in with the Wolfman. All right. It says, I wish to keep my name to myself, but I am willing to provide my account of what happened. This is a first-hand account of the encounter that I was that I had with a creature of unknown origin. It was about five years ago, late at night. I went for a walk in the dark to clear my head one night when I got the feeling that I was being followed. Before I could say anything, a dark, fur-covered creature lunged out of the nearby bushes. It looked like a large man crossed with a wolf. It had deep green eyes and an elongated snout. The thing smelled like rotting deer carcass, and it was very, very heavy. I think they're talking about the smell. (laughs) It slammed into me, knocked me to the ground where... It stood over me and growled as it looked me in the face. Hell no. I kicked it, and it yelped before swiping at me, cutting my arm with its sharp claws. I was sure it was going to kill me, but then a noise similar to a car with a broken muffler backfiring scared it, and the creature ran away. It's horrifying. Strangely, my arm no longer felt like it was bleeding, and the cut wasn't hurting anymore. My shirt sleeve was torn, but when I wiped away the wet blood from my arm, there wasn't a, even a scratch left behind. I was sure that it was just a bad dream, so I headed back home. I never reported this because I was certain that nobody would believe me and because it had been haunting me every day since. I haven't seen this creature since it ran off into the woods when that sound scared it off, but I sometimes worry that it might come back. I also don't know why the scratch on my arm was gone moments after the thing ran off. Everything I've found about it online has said that it was a werewolf, but I don't think those are real. It also isn't like the Dogman or any other similar kinds of creatures. So he doesn't go into detail as to why he thinks it's different than the Dogman or a werewolf. Right. Like, that's what I was kind of wondering. Like, what specifically are the differences? Fuck, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. That's the the whole description from him. Yeah. But, yeah, that's weird that it would just disappear. Huh. That's interesting, though. Interesting, interesting. I don't know, man. It kind of freaks me out. Tell you the truth, like just cryptids, gen- like cryptids in general. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't, like in my mind, they don't exist. You know what I'm saying? But then, like I've been on different hunts for like werewolves and you know the, I mean, just, ugh, weird shit like that. And then you're out there in the middle of the woods or wherever, and you think to yourself, okay, but what if? What if there's even a slight chance that something is actually going on out here? 
then you get scared. You know what I'm saying? It's fucking weird, man. I don't like it. <laughs> well, you know, that that might be what is out at Longhorn. Could be. There could be something at Longhorn. I think we're probably going to be getting to the bottom of it sooner than later. Well, hopefully we get to the bottom of something. We're getting to the bottom of it. <laughs> uh, we can formally announce that here in a little bit. Um, have you ever heard of this uh, Baba Vanga? Oh, did you steal my story? Uh, prophecy sparks fears of Donald Trump assassination. Yeah, you stole one of my stories. I'm sorry, buddy. Look at me doing it again. I did it again. What I, actually, I was bringing two end-of-the-world stories this week, oh. both having to do with Donald Trump, and that was one of them. <laughs> this was one of them, okay. Um, is, am I even pronouncing this correctly? Baba Vanga? I think so. I think that's how it's Okay. Is a, uh, she is a famous Bulgarian clairvoyant, uh, warned you know, before her death. She actually has passed away back in like 96, I think. Um, anyway, yeah, she you know, warned, the weird thing about her is, not weird, but the thing yeah. about her is, is before she dies, she prophesied that Dude. when she died, her skills, her powers would transfer to a girl in France. They didn't know who the girl was, but a girl oh. in France at a certain age. Whoa. So that girl now would be in her 30s. I don't remember what the age of she said the girl would be when she died. Damn. But they, they did the math. That girl would be 30, and apparently she supposedly has her power now. Wow. That's pretty but fucking of crazy. Of course, nobody knows who it, who it, who it could be. But I'm, I want to look more into this... Uh, Baba Vanga or whatever. I want to look more into her. Um, warned before her death that Barack Obama would become uh, the 44th and quote last U.S. president unquote, which implies President yeah, like Donald Trump won't Obama be taking like, office. Right. But it, it, it would imply then that uh, Donald Trump won't be taking office in January. The blind psychic who died in 96 at the age of 85 is attributed uh, with correctly predicting 9-11, the rise of ISIS, 2004, Indian tsunami, uh, crazy stuff. So anyway, um, I just... Does uh, it give her exact quote in there? That's what I'm looking for right now. It's interesting because she foresaw a great Muslim war which would begin with the Arab Spring in 2010, play out in Syria, and end with the establishment of a caliphate by 2043. Caliphate. What the fuck is a caliphate? Caliphate, excuse me. Oh, a caliphate, it's um, it's a one, a one so, country Muslim. Yeah, okay, so then by tw- and that happening by 2043 with Rome as the epicenter then so okay that makes total sense yeah the caliphate is an islamic islamic state it's led by the califa or caliph who is a political and religious leader so it's basically the uh, unification yeah. of all islamic countries gotcha under uh, one person or banner that's just freaking nuts man so but her prediction states that everyone will put their hopes in him to end it but the opposite will happen 
He will bring the country down and conflicts between North and South states will escalate. Now, isn't that interesting? That is interesting. Yeah, that's what she was saying. You know, are a lot like Nostradamus in that it's right. not. Well, and I do find this interesting because, like, in, in uh, 1980, uh, she predicted that in August of 1999, quote, Kursk will be covered with water and the whole world will weep over it. Now, Kursk was actually a Russian submarine that sank in the Barents Sea on August 12th of 2000 killing all aboard. Now, so she was basically, what, five months? No, she was a year. She was a year away. She was exactly a year away because she predicted August of 99, and it was actually August of 2000 that all of that happened. But, yeah, apparently she predicted 9-11, all sorts of shit. But like you yeah, said, her nine eleven, Her 9-11 prediction had to do with twin brothers are right. torn down. It is, it was, um, oh, that's yeah, what it yeah, is. Yeah. Um, the American brethren will fall after being attacked by the steel birds. The wolves will be howling yeah, in a bush and innocent blood will be gushing. But see, and the people put that bush as it yeah. being literally President like Bush. Like President Bush. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. because of the name. Because there's, there's a thing... That also listed in uh, the other one that I have. I think it's the other one I have. Oh, it's another one I, I saw where I think it was Nostradamus said something about trumpets, and everybody's freaking out <sighs> because they think, oh, it's Trump's it's trumpets, so it's Trump. <laughs> and it's just. It's all of Trump's bitches, <laughs> trumpets. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Nostradamian. Projection. I it, think, it is. It's, they're very, yeah, they're very, uh, very vague. I know that. Very vague shit. Good stuff, though. But yeah, I saw that. Had to pull it. We're not very political on this show, but you know. Oh well. Yep. I mean, we are. We have. We say we're not very political but we've had whole political episodes well that's true i mean we did talk about you know more anti-political anti-government kind of stuff fuck the establishment (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) good stuff all right so why don't we take a break for a minute and you can listen to a few of our sponsors and we'll be right back right on back Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government. You know, you remove the alien anal probe out of the story and it probably wasn't this guy's worst Saturday night. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries and the unexplained. All viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week. By subscribing, find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. 
Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile. Add friends. Upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. All right, we are back. What is up? Did you get your Did you get your beer refilled there, bud? Listen to you. No, I got a little bit of that homemade, sweet, sweet apple cinnamon. Grandma piss. <laughs> apple cinnamon flavored grandma piss. All right. <laughs> you got some of the moonshine though. Yeah, it's not actually him distilling it. It's a mixture of stuff, including, um, oh, what's that called? Everclear. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's good. It tastes exactly like apple cider. And it's strong. I am a big, big fan of apple pie moonshine. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yep, big fan. Big, big fan. So, heck yeah. What else you got? Uh, what else you got for us today, my friend? So this is um, a new story on phantoms and monsters, but it's actually okay. from a while ago. But I found it interesting, and I wanted to read it. Uh, car impacts UFO on in Pennsylvania Turnpike. Whoa! I have not so heard this about happened, this. It happened in '99. Okay, this is his report of it. I was driving home from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I was in, on Interstate 76 heading westbound. It was about 3 o'clock in the morning. I was visiting friends, and I was just getting home. And at night, the freeway, there's hardly any cars. Maybe a couple rigs driving by, and I come around the corner. I was doing probably 70 miles per hour. I was in my car. I drive a Nissan. Well, I hope you were in your car going 70. Anyways. And I was coming around the corner, and there was a rig off to the side of the road. He was just sitting there, and when I drove by him, he blew his horn, which I thought was kind of strange. That is, like, and, really strange. And he made the sound... Oh, okay. So this was actually somebody calling in to talk about it. Oh, it, it puts in here in parentheses that the caller made the sound of a truck going off on the show. That's why it confused me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. <laughs> so I looked around. I thought it was weird. I wonder what he's doing. Then I look uh, looked ahead, and all of a sudden, there's no road. I just saw the black outline of it. It looked just like the thing. What the, the guy had saw the UFO in. <sighs> I think it was Washington, an alien attacked him. Oh, so he's citing another case of what he thinks it looked like. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. He says it was shaped like the obelisk. Okay. Oh, so he's saying it was shaped like the Washington Monument sure. is where he was going with that. Okay. 
Um, I have no idea why he was sitting there. Huh. The way he blew his horn and made me turn around and look at him. I was like, what the hell is going on? And I looked and I saw it. It was floating in the middle of the highway, just floating there in the middle of the highway. Wow. My headlights hit it and that and it was weird. Like the light didn't really reflect off of it. It just kind of like absorbed it almost. Like it wasn't even made of metal. My car came right underneath it. And when it did, the top half of my windshield hit it. What? I spun out on the road and I landed in the median. And when I looked around, it was gone. The truck was still there. The truck was sitting and I saw its headlights and everything. You know, I got stuck and I tried to back out and I couldn't do it. I had to get out of the car and he just left. The trucker guy left? I guess I guess so. He started to roll Dick. away, went right on past me and kept on going. And I was sitting there in the middle of the road like, what the hell? That's a dick move, Mr. Truck Driver. I don't know. What what if that truck driver was you? And now this thing was out of the way and you could get the hell out of there. You think about that, though. Yeah, I get it. But at the same time, you got a dude over there that just fucking wrecked his car. He's clearly okay. I'm not saying what I would do. I'm saying what you might do. Me, I would still help the guy. Yeah, fuck, I'd be pissing in my pants, but I'd help the guy. Like, I'm not that big of a douche. (laughs) says I looked at my windshield and the only damage to my car was the windshield was cracked so about 10 minutes later a car came down the road and I waved him over I told him I ran off the road I didn't tell him about the UFO or anything I hit he helped me get my car out of there the only damage to my car I had a ripped metal shield like a heat shield off the top of my exhaust pipe that was the huh. only other damage to my car besides the windshield. I'm guessing wow. that happened when he ran off the road. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so Damn. he just remembers that it's a big plunk. He don't ducked his head, and it pushed him off the road. Going uh, 70 that's... miles an hour, and all I did was track the windshield? That's a little odd to me. Yeah. He hears a plunk and then spins out of control. I don't know, dude. I don't know either. He I called don't know. in. It was actually at the bottom. It said that he had called into coast to coast with that story. I was just going to ask. Yeah, I was just going to ask if it was a uh, coast to coast story. Well, I pulled it from Phantoms and Monsters, but the right. origin origin of it was coast to coast. Nice. So nice, nice. Good lord. I've missed the coast to coast in a while. It's been a day or five for me too, man. Honestly, like I'm just never up, you know, at that hour. I'm just not up anymore. In 2008 and 2009, I was unemployed for like a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting good unemployment. And yeah, I felt kind of bad about taking that money, but I could not find a job. But at night I would sit up and play... I don't know, Xbox and have a few beers and listen to Coast to Coast almost every night. That'd be awesome. <laughs> it was awesome in a sense, but I would rather have been working. Yeah, I don't know. See, I'd rather probably be drinking and playing video games. Well, it depends on what kind of where my money's coming from. That's a good point. That's a good point. Apparently, there are these things out there which you can do... Um, 
that you can like do something and get paid for it something that you're actually passionate about um they're very elusive pipe dreams yeah well, they're very elusive they are out there they do exist um yeah it's just a pain in the dick <laughs> getting there what do I got here what do I got here oh found mummified skull and corpse of a strange creature discovered in the Peruvian desert um author Brian Forrester uh, features in a video actually released on YouTube and his website claiming he intends to have tests carried out on his findings in the video because, I mean he, he found this skull it, it looks it says tests are being carried out on this bizarre skull like object which was found in a cave in the Peruvian desert um, weird shit like that he says in the video here he says quote I don't know what to say and look forward to the possibility of seeing more specimens. The head appears to be made of bone uh, with skin over the top of it. It has two eyes, but um, eyes that are nothing like a human's eyes. It's more like amphibian or reptilian in nature. The mouth uh, is so tiny that it doesn't even appear to be used for feeding. Um says, quote, it's a very mysterious thing and I can't imagine how those two specimens could be fake. Crazy, crazy stuff. Did you see anything about this? I saw the article. I did not didn't read click into on it. it. Yeah. The thing about skulls well, are that they can be manipulated. Yeah, and they're trying... Before they're, you know, when like back in whenever this person was alive it could be manipulated right so i'm going to go ahead and read through this here um it says an article about the alleged discovery on mr forrester's website said quote we were recently shown and examined the above artifact that supposedly was found along with many others in a cave in the southern desert of peru exact location to be given hopefully in the future uh the above image of the underside of the skull indicates that this artifact is bone about three to five millimeters thick and still has a stiff gray skin like material that is attached to it uh, note the very narrow f- uh, foramen magnum aperture aperture where presumably a very thin vertebral system once entered the skull uh, though easy to state that is a that it is a complex fake, the caretaker and those presumably that found it, along with other specimens, have no access to artesians or taxidermists uh, that could have made them. Caretaker removed some of the bone from the underpart of the skull and exposed what is presumably marrow. I don't, this is all very, very odd. Um... It says, this is, as well as the bone and the skin, can be sampled then for DNA and radiocarbon testing in prominent laboratories in North America that we are working with already. Mr. Forrester has come under much scrutiny from skeptics um, in the past and again right now. He was involved in DNA tests which allegedly confirmed the 3,000-year-old Paracas elongated skulls that did not have human DNA. So he was also part of the team that did those 
elongated skulls that we've talked about many separate times. Yeah. Um, so now they say do not have human DNA. That I'm that's guessing the, they probably ran them against animals too. I would hope so. <laughs> ears open. So interesting though. Interesting stuff. This guy keeps finding skulls. <laughs> but I will say, like, it looks pretty fucked. Looks pretty weird. Looks. I don't know, man. I don't know. Looks like a fucking weird rock. Yeah, I mean, to me, I'll wait to see what the DNA results. If it's three thousand years old, there's quite possibly couldn't be. Oh, might not no. be any DNA in there. In there, that wasn't. Uh, the three thousand year old tests that they were talking about were from the uh, the elongated skulls that we had oh. talked about before. This this is fairly uh, a new discovery that they haven't they haven't done any of the uh, testing on yet. So what they're doing is um, they've already started to work with laboratories in North America, and what they're going to do is they've already taken the samples and things like that for DNA um, for like pieces of the bone and supposed skin sampling that for DNA and then doing radiocarbon testing as well on them now. So results to come, I guess. I don't know. Crazy stuff, apparently. But it's quite interesting. I think that if uh, they figure out that it's alien, we'll never know. No. F no. They're gonna no. They're gonna uh, yeah. They're gonna keep that shit, and then everybody that was like involved is probably just gonna like turn up to be dead or something like that. I don't know. Hate to probably, say it. Yeah. Hate to say it. Just said. It doesn't matter because we're probably all gonna die anyways. And I was just gonna ask how that might come to fruition. How are we going to die, my good friend? Um, well, I've already teased it. I think it yeah, might have yeah. something to do with Donald Trump. Here we go, guys. President-elect. <laughs> if he makes it. If he makes it this long. That's right. That's right. On Donald Trump's first day in office, he will be 70 years old, seven months, and seven... Or 70 years, seven months, and seven days old. Is he that old? And that scared the, scares the hell out of people. I knew he was 60... I think yeah. I didn't realize he was. I didn't realize he was that old. Had no idea. Let me fact check that real quick. Yeah. Donald Trump's age. Let's do it. No, not Donald's Trump's age. (laughs) He's seventy. He was born June fourteenth, nineteen forty-six. There we go. Did you really type in Donald? Accidentally, goddamn moonshine! (laughs) I'm joking, buddy. I'm joking. The S is right next to the D, guys. Give him a break. Come on. God damn it! So he is 70 years old. I just didn't realize he was that old. The Don. So yeah, the Don. From altered dimensions. Yeah. The Bible says. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is a human number. His number is 666. That's Revelations 13, 16 to 18. Yes. <clears throat> the surprise election of Donald Trump has the ne- as the next United States president, 
has made some religious scholars debating the significance of the numbers 666 and 777. Given an eerie numerical alignment, many now wonder if 777 is truly an angelic number or if the enigmatic mark of the beast, the number 666, was miscalculated and instead should have rendered as 777 in modern-day translations. Donald Trump Uh. starts office at 70 years, 7 months, and 7 days old. Donald Trump was born on June 14, 1946. His first full day in office is June 21, 2017. When Trump starts his first full day in the... This thing repeats itself. Uh, Compounding the anomaly, this unusual numerological alignment takes place during the 777th year of the 5th millennium in the Hebrew calendar. So it's also a Jewish... This is the 777th year of the 5th millennium of the Hebrew calendar. Interesting. When scholars first noted this unusual alignment of numbers on October 2016, many took it as a sign that Donald Trump would become the next president. Most people scoffed. Polls across the board predicted Hillary would win. Yeah. By a landslide, then the impossible happened. The numerology of 777, according to ancient religious numerology 777, sometimes referred to as the angelic number, is said to represent perfection. But some modern-day scholars are wondering if it's more accurately represents something that they propose as the perfect beast a master of deception who attempts to use the perfect number to deceive others into believing he is the messiah as proof they point out that 666 when written in hebrew does appear to be the modern age representation of 777 so have you ever seen in hebrew 666 written out does it look like a just go with me on this because I'm going to try to describe it to you. Um, does it look like uh, basically like a straight line going up and down, like horizontal line, and then a weird hook type thing moving off to the right? Yeah, it's not really a hook. But it's, it's more like a, a jaunt actually, off to the... Like, it's actually moving off to the left. Is it to the left? Yes. Okay. And so... Th- have you ever heard that monster monster energy drinks? That's the only reason why I knew that. Beast. Yep, it's exactly. Actually, if you look at it, it's, it's going off to the left. Oh, just okay. like a seven. When you write a seven, it, that it's, the points off to the left. Gotcha. So they are. They're so not only that 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 symbol, the little line at the top of the straight down line, is the representation of six in the Hebrew language. Gotcha. However, it looks like, it a, looks seven like a seven. It's closer to a seven. Language. Certainly closer to a seven than a six, looking at yes. it. So what does the Bible tell Christians to expect from the beast represented by the foreboding number? Yeah, let's hear According this. to the book of Revelations, we can expect a person who speaks like a dragon, suffers a mortal wound, severs a leader for four years, performs great signs deceives those who dwell on earth, does as he pleases, and causes all, both small and great, 
both rich and poor, both free and slave, to be marked on the right hand or the forehead so that no one can buy or sell unless he has that mark. Now that's something that can all, that's also been represented as possibly an implant chip to instead of having even Google Pay on your phone or whatever. Correct. You just swipe your hand and you'll pay. Well, it's something, uh, it's technology that has been kicked around now for the past, well, over a decade. I know that. They've been talking about this. Well, there's people that are already doing it. There are people that are already doing it. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. I didn't realize this was a thing now. It's not a big thing yet, but there are people that are starting to do that. Jesus Christ, people. Just, ugh. Buy a fucking smartwatch. <laughs> Buy a fucking smartwatch and just raise your hand up to it. I mean, damn. It's a little less invasive. Yikes, man. I've never Let's wanted to pay for anything see. that bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, yeah. Fuck. For man. those that believe this thought is terrifying, as was explained by this verse, children... It is the last hour, and as of you as you have heard, that Antichrist is coming. So now many Antichrists have come. Therefore, we know it, it is the last hour. And it says, note, for those who refuse to give up the 666 interpretation, we grant you this unusual fact. Uh-huh. Trump's son-in-law and critical right-hand man, Jared Kushner owns and lives at 666 Fifth Avenue in New York. Huh. So that's their reasoning. The guy's address. <laughs> well, for the sun, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm surprised that the city gave that address to, to something. You think they just bump it off a number. Yeah, it's kind of bad juju, isn't it? Yeah, well, you know they changed the address of the Amityville Horror House for that reason too. Uh, what was the? Uh, they changed it sometime back. I don't remember. They just put it off by two numbers. Oh, two, okay, two okay. Points. All yeah. I know is it's on Ocean Avenue, correct? Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Yeah. It was like one twelve, I think, and now it's one ten. Nice. Or it was one o eight, and now it's one ten. I don't remember which one it was. Well, I, from my understanding, if you look at the Amityville House now, it's like. Hardly they, even they recognizable. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can't even tell, like, what the fuck, unless you were actually looking for it. So, I don't know, man. But yeah, I mean, they took out those. Uh, it did sold. It did sell for eight hundred fifty thousand dollars, though. Good. Nobody knows who bought it. it probably just somebody who wants to fucking live in a house. I don't know. Yes, uh, we make it to Trump's inauguration if he makes it to his inauguration. The thing about the Baba Yaga one, yeah, and or the Baba one, the the reason I was going to save that one for the very last is that she said that it would be the last president, meaning that she there did. would be no presidents, no matter who it was. Correct after Barack Obama. Yeah, after the forty so fourth, there mean would be that no the more. world would truly end, which is fucked, man. Yeah, but she said it was going to go to 44, and that's it. As far as U.S. presidents, only 44. Which would suggest that, like you were saying, sometime in the next two months, we we could be blinked out of existence. 
There is another possibility that we could last a little bit longer and not have another president. Very true. Or there's another possibility that it could literally just become one world, one government. Maybe, yeah, but I think that that's more far fetched. I think that's more far fetched than us being blinked out of existence. Just saying. Probably, yeah, because <laughs> the the amount of time we have. Yeah, so, yeah. literally, we have just two months from today. Actually, yes, two months from today is his first day in office. Okay, and well, maybe it's. Two months well, from the recording of this day. Right. Anyway. Right. So we're recording this on the 22nd. For it to become a one world government, I think it's going to take more time than two months. Yeah. The, other, the thing that I was going to mention is if we get into some kind of major war, yeah. Obama could refuse to leave. He could possibly pull it off, if, especially if there was some sort of evasion. Invasion. Yeah, and that, he doesn't see. even necessarily have to. And, and in that case, it, it's not even necessarily up to Obama. It could be a military yes. martial law where Obama won't actually be in charge. Our highest general will be in charge of the country. And then after that, we could have a little bit of time before it ends. But she did state that there will never be another president. So it's still not good. <laughs> still not good guys i don't think we'll find another form of government between now and then that we can switch to that doesn't include a president yeah 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 i don't know dude it's pretty fucked oh my god so yeah 913-730-7255 give us a call shoot us a text ectoplasm show gmail.com act ectoplasm show on instagram and twitter if i can fucking talk and the ectoplasm show on facebook also ectoplasmshow.com youtube youtube and instagram and tweeting and review us on itunes on the itunes Des, what's up hell yes guys we got so much stuff cooking um we have a lot of things up our sleeve right now and yeah one day soon we're going to be uh, talking about all of it so with that being said hold your children close because in like two months we're out of here just saying it could happen tomorrow it could so it just sure has to, we have two months left at the most squeeze your babies extra tight y'all how's that moonshine sipping down buddy great nice nice alright I tell you what, you guys have a great rest of your weekend. We will be talking to you very, very soon. Stay the fuck out of the Black Friday sales and uh, be safe out there. We'll talk to you soon. Peace out. Purple Revolution is upon us.